Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Highly Functional. This is Brianne Showman, and I am joined today by OCR athlete Joe Forney. Joe has over 300 Spartan races under his belt. So I wanted to get him on here to talk about how he has pulled that off, as well as why he is now transitioning from just getting races in to racing well and being a better, healthier human. Whether you are an athlete, a clinician, or a coach, I think you'll find this conversation highly valuable. So let's tune in. Joe, thank you for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing just wonderful here in sunny California. Although it's not sunny today. (laughs) (laughs) Normally sunny California. That's right. Hey, after three three days of over 100 degree weather, being in the 80s is just fine. Oh, wow. That's a good drop. Yeah, we're still sitting. I think my phone said 106 right before I hit record. So uh, we're still sitting nice and warm here in Phoenix. Enjoy it. (laughs) I do. Don't worry. (laughs) Well, I wanted to get you on here just more to talk about your story. Um, You've done a lot of races, more than most, more than maybe any. Um, (laughs) So I just really want to get you on here to talk about kind of the why, but also the how you've been able to pull it all off, just because I know a lot of other people would never imagine doing that many races um, that frequently. So um, I just kind of want to get on, talk about that and uh, have a little fun with this today. So um, how did you get into Spartan and what's that story look like? Honestly, I was, uh, uh, I I I usually have a bit of a weight problem uh, on and on most of my life. mainly because I like to eat a lot <laughs> and uh, and maybe not the nicest, the best things. Uh, but, you know, I was, uh, I was pretty heavy. I was almost 300 pounds, um, not quite 290. And um, I decided I didn't want to be heavy anymore. So I, I worked very, very hard to lose weight, less, lost over a hundred pounds and it was all done inside the gym. And of course, inside the kitchen. Um, and, uh, and after that, I was looking for something to do. And, uh, to get outside instead of being, being inside all the time. So I saw an ad for uh, an OCR race, not a Spartan one, which the Spartans are my favorite. And, uh, but I saw an ad and it looked interesting. I said, I'm going to go ahead and try this. And so that was my first uh, thing to do outside. I thought, what a great idea, obstacle course outside. And it was at the Rose Bowl down in Southern California. It had never been there before. So I go, this is great. Um, so I went and did that. Um, I, I sucked at it. I was terrible. Um, because I wasn't even in my working out, I wasn't running at all. So I loved the obstacles and I, I just really was really bad, uh, at the running. In fact, you know, women in with strollers with kids were passing me up and waving at me and stuff, but, uh, but still I had a good time, loved it though. And I met, uh, an individual there was in my heat called guys, Hunter McIntyre, right? Who I didn't even know who he was, but, uh, he was the man, OCR man at the time. And, uh, and he mentioned Spartan to me. And uh, he said, have you ever done one? And I said, uh, no, uh, actually. Uh, but uh, and that gave that put the little bug in. So uh, about a year later, I started doing some OCRs. And about a year later, uh, I, I started with the Spartan races. And I started volunteering. So I just really liked them because uh, I'm not really a runner, although I did run track in high school. Um, I just liked it. It was all the people were excellent and I loved having the obstacles. I loved the challenge and it was outside and, and the scenery changed. So I really, really enjoyed it. And that's really how I got started 
in, in doing uh, the Spartan races, you know, in the very beginning. As a new person to it, especially just you were training at the gym and that's about it. What was the biggest challenge for you as you started racing? Uh, it was really the running part of it because I wasn't doing running and I wasn't doing uh, hill training at all. So with uh, OCR races, uh, not just Spartan, but all of them, you know, there's a lot of hills involved. And so that was something that I had not really done. And that was a big challenge for me. Um, um, not so much the obstacles per se, although they are, okay. But uh, and it really was that. So it was like, I had, when I started training and losing the weight, I wasn't specifically training for to do OCR or anything else. I was just simply getting, trying to get in shape. Okay. And that, I think that was the biggest challenge in regards to that. Uh, and once I started doing them, I just really enjoyed the whole process and the people and the whole atmosphere and, and then the challenge of that. And then it was a matter of like, Hey, okay, uh, I can get this rolling. I also like the idea as a little older than most people. Uh, even when I started, I didn't start till I was 57, 58. Uh, and I'm 64 now. And, um, and so most of the people out there were younger and that was kind of fun too, um, because they challenged you more. So, so after that first race, or maybe the first couple races, realizing you need to get better at running, how did you go about doing that? Uh, not very dedicated, actually. <laughs> the, the way that I can get the running in, I am so bad going on my own, going to the gym on my own. Oh, it's a piece of cake. And of course, now since we've all been shut down, that's been that's been the challenge for me. Uh, but getting to the gym by myself was fine. But going out and running is not okay. Um, so the the way I did it is I I, I actually lived in Southern California at the time, and uh, there was a lot. I had a lot of friends up there that were in clubs and running clubs and things like that. So I tried to jump in with uh, events with other people. It's always more fun for me and more challenging and more effective for me to, uh, to train with a, with a group of people. And so that was how I got more of the running in was to, uh, there's always something going on. Okay. You know, social media, Facebook, whatever people are saying, Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Join us. And I would just join in. Okay. And then try to do it that way. That was the way to try to get some of that in. Okay. Uh, cause I know myself and you know, I'm, I'm a pretty lazy guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever it takes to motivate you to get out there, then, you know, just do that. So how many races have you run to date now? Well, basically I haven't counted all the other races because I really concentrated on Spartan the last couple of years. Um, cause I've, I've done a lot of the different OCR races, not very many, just run runs. I like to have the OCRs because it breaks it up. Uh, and it's not a strict running thing, but as far as Spartan, I've actually done three, I've completed 321 Spartan races. I have 65 trifectas. Uh, and, uh, and haven't really done much this year. That was basically in six years. Um, and really mostly the last two years. And I'll tell you, I, I started doing the Spartan races and I was doing, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if you can't be really that great, you know, you might as well just get a bunch in and I and enjoyed uh, getting a bunch in. So I would do that. But a couple years ago, actually 2017 in Tahoe. So the end of September Tahoe, the Spartan world championships, um, Joe DeSena, the founder of Spartan, he called all the 60 plus people up on stage, have them introduce yourself, where you're from, how many races you've done, and, you know, just a little something like that. So he saved me for last on purpose. 
and um, and we got to, everyone was saying 12 you know seven you know you know 20 whatever and it got to me and I said well you know I, I think I'm at 143 142 143 and everyone gasped and Joe knew this and so you know he just he looks over at me he says okay I'm gonna save this on on film so I can't back out he goes you complete 300 Spartan races and I'll buy you a car and you know he threw in some other stuff whatever so he, he told me afterwards he pulled me aside and he said uh, he goes how long will that take you and I said I don't know three or four years and in, in typical Joe DeSena style and I, and I apologize in advance he said bullshit you know he goes I got 60 plus races in the United States alone each year and I said, yeah, I can't be East Coast, West Coast, and in the middle all at the same time. So, but he wanted me to do it in two years. And so I started doing the races. And then, then I realized that, um, that even though they wouldn't count for a trifecta, I can do three and four and five and six races in a day, as long as you register for them. And, uh, and with an annual pass, I just paid insurance each time. And uh, I would I would just do a bunch of laps if it if it was possible in regards to that. So I ended up doing almost 180 um, races in that two years. And so because by the time we got to Tahoe last year for the it was the two years exactly, I had actually broken the 300 mark uh, a couple weeks before in Seattle. So um, and that's why I did so many at the very end. I wouldn't have gotten to 300. In fact, if he had trans challenged me earlier, I would have had it done earlier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and that's kind of why I did so many after the fact. I had already done a lot before, okay? Because I really, I liked them. I liked the people. And it was a good way to get around and see places. And I didn't do a lot of traveling. And so to be able to get to the races, I had to, I had to travel. And if I could drive, I would drive uh, as opposed to flying uh, if I had the time. And then I would see things in between. So it was just a great opportunity to get out. Uh, hang out with people, have like-minded people, and then have the challenge of the OCR race. So of all the locations you've been to, what's your favorite? I usually give a list of maybe five or so, and and, uh, and they're not in any particular uh, order or anything, but usually it's Montana, Hawaii, Breckenridge, Colorado, which is no longer, they switched it to Aspen, uh, Vermont, Killington, because it's the toughest for me. Uh, and now I've added, um, I've added, well, I said Montana, I believe, because it's beautiful. And uh, but I added Greece, Sparta, Greece, the trifecta world championship, out friggin' standing. Um, it's a great way to take a vacation, see some things. The people are great, and it's it's really challenging over there. And and you've got people from all over the world, so it's really really fun. So that'd be my favorites. How many international have you done besides Greece? Actually, I've only done three international races all together, and that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm only second in trifectas. Hartley's got more than me. Uh, he's gone after the trifecta record. I really didn't, um, uh, but I've, most of mine are all in the United States. I've been to Australia once, and then I've been to Greece uh, the last two years, and I'll be going to Greece again this year. So, okay. um, honestly, if I had resources, I would, I would hit more international events. They're just outstanding. Uh, they do a pretty good job. So assuming, I'm curious, assuming the pandemic didn't hit this year and mess with race plans, how many races would have you gotten in this year? Who knows? Uh, quite a bit. It would, it, see, my, it would have changed. In the last two years, it was all about laps. So it, I wasn't trying to break any land speed records. All I was trying to do is complete races without getting hurt worse than I already was, right? And to get out there again and do another one. You know, when you're when you're over 60, your body says, yeah, time out, wait a second. You know, we need some rest. And I'm going, yeah, I'll get around to it. So um, not as many races. I did almost 100 last year. Um, 
not as many races, but I would think more of trifecta because um, I knew the Spartans having a special thing in Sparta coming starting this year with the trifectas. So I want to really solidify that number. So I would have had, uh, I would have looked at the schedule and decided how could I get in all three, uh, the longer runs especially because those are the ones that are more difficult. It's easy to get sprints in. And so honestly, it would just would have been that. And honestly, I kind of wanted to have get at least a double digit try trifectas this year, excuse me, just because they're going to make a big stink about uh, lifetime trifecta people in Sparta. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I've been stuck at 65 trifectas all year. It's a really sad story. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's stuck right now. <laughs> I skipped, I skipped some races at the beginning of the year and some I should have done uh, beast wise and all that just because, Oh, it's all right. I'll make it up later. Well, that, as usual, my plans uh, yeah, didn't really work out the way. <laughs> so, but honestly, the goal is different now. It's all it's getting trifectas of Spartan races. Like I said, that's my favorite uh, uh, OCR, uh, and they're good to me, and that's one of the reasons why I, I like the two and I like the group of people. Um, and uh, so, I probably may have done oh, maybe maybe 30, 30, somewhere between 30 and 40 this year, possibly. Okay. Maybe even more if I can, if I can, if I could get to them. Okay. So that's probably would have been this case, but not now. <laughs> Why the change in focus now? Cause you were focused before and just getting those races in. And I know from previous conversation we've had, you've really switched it now to doing more, doing less, but doing better, really focused on getting healthier. Why that switch? Well, again, the focus all about was completing completing races. So uh, that was that was the way it was, and so really things would fall off, and my performance was way down. My, you know, my nickname's the Tortoise. So you know, I mean, you could tell by that that you know I'm not the fastest guy in the world in the first place, but I but I used to be a pretty good athlete. And you, you know, you have some pride and you want to do well. So in a way it was hard for me to, to go out there and just quote unquote, go through the motions. I mean, come on, it's tough enough to, to finish that many. I'd like to see some other people do it. People tell me that all the time. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, sure. You could go for it. Give it a shot. You know, I mean, it's not easy coming back weekend after weekend, after weekend, race after race after race, but, uh, but performance totally suffers. You've got to concentrate. You've got to focus on certain on things. And so now it's a little different. What I'd like to do is I'd like to actually perform a lot better than I have been. I'd like to see if I can perform a lot better. Who knows? I may not have anything more. Okay. Um, but getting in better shape and getting healthier, especially the fact that I'm 64 is actually, I think that's the smartest thing to do. And, it, and, it, and I'm, I'm interested, uh, intrigued to see can I do better? You know, can, can I do really well? I mean, I've coded him several times, but you know, I always make the joke. I mean, they're all, they're all old. So what's the, what's the big thing, right? You know, there's some guys that can move though. Uh, there's some ladies that can really move. And uh, so that's really the, the goal really is health wise. Uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm overweight, much more overweight than I should be. I'm not in the best of shape. Uh, I can get through it. That's not the way to do it. And that's not a lifestyle. And, and really to be healthy, uh, and, and to feel good and, and, and to do your best in whatever that is, you, you need to be healthier and you need to be in better shape. Okay. Um, uh, that's all there is to it. So now the focus is going to be different. Now the focus is actually get the training in and try to focus on, uh, getting, being a better me and we'll see how that affects, uh, the OCR, you know? Absolutely. 
Let's take a quick break to talk about Venga CBD. CBD does amazing things to help with recovery, decreasing pain, decreasing inflammation, and improving sleep. But there's so many CBD companies, it's hard to know the difference between all the different ones, who's better, who's worse, and really what quality you're getting. That's why I love Venga. It's created and engineered by athletes for athletes. And not only is it made for athletes, but because of that, they use high testing procedures to make sure it's high quality, to make sure it has the amount in it that says it has, and to ensure that it's THC free. They also use a nano emulsion technology, which allows it to be absorbed into your system better than most products. If you already take CBD, I encourage you to at least give Venga CBD a try and see if you notice the difference between what you're taking and Venga's product. And there truly is no risk at giving Venga a try because they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. So head over to Venga Endurance. How do you spell that? V-E-N-G-A Endurance.com and check out their full line of products and enter code GETYOURFIX20 at checkout to get 20% off your first order. You can also get a link to Venga as well as all of my other partners at getyourfixpt.com slash partners. And now let's get back to our conversation. Do you have a plan as far as what you're changing up when it comes to your training or are you thinking just by having more time to recover in between races, you're going to kind of see better progress? Like what's your thoughts? around? I, all I know, I know I've heard over and over again, how recovery is important. I still haven't bought into that. I, I tend, I tend to feel better uh, if I'm, if I'm moving all the time. So even recovery to me would be active recovery. Um, as far as my, my first plan was to have someone do the workout for me, have a surrogate workout person, yeah. and just tell me how well I did it. Um, I think that's the best plan because again, I mentioned I was lazy. It's a true statement. Um, that's just not working though. It's not effective, but uh, actually the, the plan is kind of falling by wayside somewhat because because the gyms have been closed. Uh, once the gyms are open, my normal routine is is gym Monday through Friday uh, early in the morning because again I know that uh, as the day wears on I'm going to get lazy. So I like to get it in and out and get it done. No matter what goes on with the day, it's fine. So I like to get at least an, an hour of cardio in uh, in the morning Monday through Friday. Uh, at the gym, and then three times a week also lift, uh, and I'll alternate light and, and heavy, <laughs> heavy for me, <laughs> uh, maybe for like a two weeks or a month at a time, I'll, I'll go light and do a little bit more uh, uh, reps on the weights, and then the next month I might go a little heavier in regards to that, um, and then I like to finish off my uh, workouts with line drill suicides in the, in the basketball gym, so just doing those, and, and I, I'm not really sprinting, but I'm running pretty well. Um, and uh, it loosens me up from the lifting if I've lifted that day, and it gets me rolling in regards to that. So that's my routine Monday to Friday. Um, and then on the weekends, I want to do something outside. So I'll go for a hike or I'll go for a jog, uh, you know, so you get some hills. If I go for a hike, I'm throwing weight on. So I've got a 50-pound weight vest that I'm wearing. I've got a 50-pound rec bag. I'll be carrying that. So it really, even though I'm crawling along like a tortoise, uh, I am working hard and, uh, and perspiring, perspiring, so it's good. So that's really my, my plan in regards to that. But I'm going to have to add, uh, start to add hill repeats as well um, so that 
um, that I can start to really attack hills because that's my nemesis uh, on the course are hills. And you just can't, you know, there are some flat venues, but really you, you can't do without those. And so that's really the plan. Uh, and that's the outside plan. Now the inside plan, the eating is, is just as important as the workout. And uh, oh my goodness, I, I don't always do well in the eating part, <laughs> but I try. <laughs> The eating part can be a little more difficult sometimes. It's all about planning. When it comes to the eat, when I do well eating wise, it's because I planned ahead. I've meal prepped. I've got my meals ready to go. Uh, I don't have to think about it. Uh, it's there. Uh, that's the easiest thing to do. Uh, um, uh, but I'm, I've got, it's funny because it's, when I really, really make the decision, I've got excellent willpower. But when I'm kind of iffing on it, I'm like going, yeah, I can eat this. Yeah, I can eat this. And why just eat one piece of pizza if you're, if you're having pizza when you can add eat a whole pizza? You know, that's my, I mean, why do one race when you can do nine, see? So why eat one piece if you can have nine? Um, that's really, the, I think, the biggest battle for myself. And I think it really is pretty much for most people um, is, is doing the proper eating, which will help you in your working out. It, it makes sense. It just, I need someone to, you know, knock me out a little bit and, and remind me from time to time. You know, that really is the biggest struggle, I think, for people that, like, we like our comfort foods. We like the foods we grew up with, perhaps. Um, it's just a harder transition to make just because of flavor changes and emotions and so many things play into food that it is just a harder transition. Have you seen some of my uh, social media posts on the food that I cook? I love to cook. I have a great time cooking, you know. And you just don't cook a little bit. You cook massive amounts uh, of food. So that's that into my challenge. And that's really what it is. And so um, so if I'm going to be able to perform better, I'm going to have to, to uh, really to dial that in type of thing. And I've started the process. Uh, probably a ha half my meals are, are prepped, okay? And, and I, I kind of stick with that. And then, then but I, I'll, I'll switch off and do something else, something else, okay? And I have to stop eating desserts, okay? So that's one thing. Because it's like, I don't have them all the time, but mm, way too often. And that's really what it is. And I think that that will make a big difference. And that will help, that will help performance. And that will help just being healthy in itself. So, yeah. Absolutely. To be able to run so many races, especially back-to-back, what do you think it is that, like, how do you think your body was actually able to do that and hold up to that? Well, I'm not the smartest person in the world. Just ask my father. He'll tell you. Um, but uh, no, you know, um, I, so much of it is mental. Okay. If you do not think you can do it or you start questioning whether you can, you're right. Okay. You won't be able to do it. I can tell you several times when I was out there, just, just really have a tough time mentally going, Oh my goodness, whatever. Although I used other words. Uh, and I saw that I, it would fall off. I mean, my energy level would sap. I would be, I'd be hurt. And, and you're running hurt all the time when you're doing that many races. Right. And so that I'd noticed that it was funny. It was just a matter of how quickly did I notice what I was doing and thinking until I, and finally I, I just go, you, you fool, get over it. Just get her done. Get it. And then you switch your attitude, you do much better. So, um, you know, I can go farther and longer than most people. Okay. I, I realize that. Okay. But, but it's so mental. Uh, you know, I, I did 
I did six races in a weekend last last year, the DC sprint. It was, uh, I did four the first day, two the second day. The heat index was over 112 both days, okay? I would have done more, but they cut it off early the second day because they were losing everybody, right? In fact, the funny part is I, I won age group on Saturday I, and I took first, second, and third times in open. And on Sunday, I won age group. And then I took first time in open. It's, and it's not because I'm fast. It's because it was hot and people die. And mentally, they let that get to them and they suffer. But I know it's going to be hot. I know it's going to be difficult. And I'm, I know I'm, I'm hot and sweating. I go, so what? just get her done and i just ignore it and i seem to be able to go longer and, and handle uh that let's say more than other people so it so it's it's mental a lot of it's mental you know but when you do the work and do all that work okay it's there it's just a matter of whether or not you push yourself to do it that's all there is to it right you just don't show up and say yeah i'll run 26 miles you know <laughs> let's just see what happens yeah whatever <laughs> Anyway, that's, that's, that's my take on it. No, and I think you, there's a lot to say with that about how the physical aspect of it, yes, we need to be able to do some of the, you know, be a certain amount of strength and be able to at least walk the distance of nothing else. But yeah, that mental aspect is such a huge thing. If you tell yourself you can't, then you can't. And so um, I think that's definitely what's gotten you through a lot of it for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, and, and again, this last two years, I was more careful than, than aggressive. Um, so I wouldn't get hurt badly. Um, so even, you know, I used to just, you know, struggle up the hills and, and wail down a hill to make up time. But, you know, the knees are hurt and everything's so bad. I don't want to get hurt. So I'm, I'm so careful and so ginger. Uh, there's another guy out there that does a lot of, uh, uh, Spartan races and other races internationally. He just laughed at me once as I was, I was putting one day. He goes, how the heck do you podium when you're out there screwing around? I'm going, yeah, <laughs> because I don't give up. Okay. Um, but that being said, my performance is, is, has really suffered because of all those races. So now the goal is, is going to be less races. Okay. But try to do better at them. Okay. And again, that's not going to happen overnight either, but that, that is, it, that's my goal. Okay. Yeah. I like that transition. I'm excited to see what happens, you know, by end of the year, early next year with that transition, once you're able to get back into the gym hoping, and get into I'm races again. I'm hoping it happens by November because the first week of November, Sparta, honestly, I took, I think I took fourth one year uh, in age group, uh, fourth one year and, uh, and then fifth another year type of thing. And I would excuse my French again, but sucking at it, you know, and, and it really wasn't trying hard all the time, right? I really would like to go there and see how I compete to the other people that are in my age group, all the people around the world. I really would like to do that. So uh, that's my really immediate, my only goal for this year is to go there and try to perform well, okay? Um, I mean, they're gonna honor me because I'm second in trifecta, so my, my name's gonna be engraved on the wall. I'm gonna get another shield. That's all great, but honestly, I'd like to do well and not just go out there and participate. So that's what, that's what I'm shooting for. Yeah, that's awesome. If someone's listening to this and is maybe very new to the sport or scared to start thinking they can't do it just because of maybe they're out of shape, what are, just from like your experiences starting out, what are some kind of tips you can give them? Well, the first thing is don't think you're alone because most everyone that does that, okay, that starts out thinks they're not ready for it. 
and they can't do it and they're very really apprehensive. I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen it at the start line all the time. They're all, all nervous until, and they finish and they realize, wait, I can do this or I can, now I can do better and I have to work on. So um, you're never going to really feel you're ready. Okay. All right. But the best way to get ready is to go out there and do it. Like I tell them, I go, you don't have to break land speed records, go out there and do the best you can and see where you are. And then it'll give you, if you, you love it, you're going to come back. Okay. If you don't, you can say, Hey, I did it. It's a good sense of accomplishment. Um, and so that's really what it is. It's like, it's okay to be scared or apprehensive or not, but don't just keep on putting it off because you don't think you're ready. We're never ready really. Okay. All right. But you can still do it. If you get out there and do it, you'll realize it. And I, and I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen their fate all apprehensive at the beginning. And then I see them afterwards. I may give them metal at the end. Uh, and uh, they're so thrilled the sense of accomplishment when they got it done, uh, whether or not they completed the whole course in regards to the obstacles, you know, the, there's the burpee penalties, they have this stuff. It doesn't matter. They completed it. That sense of accomplishment is excellent. And like I said, if you like it, great. You can keep on going. If you don't, then that's fine. You can say, Hey, been that knock it off my bucket list. You go on to the next challenge, do something, you know, you know, something, get yourself outside and, and be active and have some fun. And, and by doing that, you're going to be it's best for your body. But not only that, it's best mentally, but but you end up running into people that kind of think the same way you do. So, uh, you know, you make some new friends and I have friends now all over the country, all over the world. Never would have had them if I hadn't started doing OCR races. So beautiful. Awesome. Well, Joe, if someone wants to follow your journey, where can they find you? Well, I don't post as much as I should, but I do have an Instagram account. Uh, it's, it's my first initial last name and some numbers. So it's J Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, 434. That's the Instagram. Uh, but Facebook on Joe Forney, you look on Facebook. I've got two, uh, two uh, feeds on Facebook. It's uh, Joe, J-O-E Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y. And I also have uh, Joe the Tortoise Forney, uh, where I put a lot of race picks or something uh, on there. Uh, and have it from there. So, you know, I usually post what, I, what I'm cooking uh, and some of my workouts um, and the races. Like I said, it's been few and far between because the races haven't happened. Uh, but that's kind of where where I am. And, and uh, people just, just message me or PM me and, and uh, I'll give you the information. If you want to talk, we'll text and uh, that kind of stuff. So uh, always like to talk uh, OCR or working out or food. So <laughs> the two favorites. That's right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Joe, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. I appreciate. I appreciate you talking to me. It's always fun to talk about it. I tell you, if people are going to start racing and doing things like that, some people put it off because they say they can't afford it. You know, go out. People can volunteer for races, and they get free races that way. Um, you know, you, you get together with other people that are doing the races. You can share costs, which works out good. Share gas if you're driving. Share hotel costs if you're starting to help. I car camp all the time. If I can drive, I drive there and sleep in my car. So um, don't. it's all excuses. Forget the excuses. Pick one that you think you might like. Just go out there and get it done. And uh, if, you, if you like it, great. Keep on going because it's awesome. If you don't, find something else because there's a lot of stuff to do out there. Be active. Be kind. Treat people well. Treat yourself well. Perfect. And that concludes this week's episode of Highly Functional. If you enjoyed it and found the information helpful, I invite you to head over to Facebook and join my group, Obstacle Course Racing Athlete Health and Performance, where you can both join your OCR tribe as well as find very helpful, useful information on how to become 
a more dominant racer, a more resilient racer, and truly race at your peak performance. And until next time, let's go out and be highly functional. <laughs>